0: Shining a spotlight on the news you won't hear anywhere else. Jason Rance Jason Rance. Jason, Rantz. Jason Rantz. This story, it's not going to be on CNN. It's not going to be
1: on MSNBC.
0: The Rant's Report on the Todd Herman Show. May not be perfect, but it's still the best government we have. For now. My goodness, stepping away from his program here, 3 to 6 p.m. You can get that on the app, on uh, Fox News all the time. Jason Rantz here. Good morning.
1: Good morning.
0: How is everyone? Oh, we're we're relaxed. You know, I, I do. You ever feel okay? like my show is is too kickback?
1: Yes, all the time. <laughs> I find you not high strung <laughs> enough.
0: That's a good line. I was saying, I don't know if you heard my tease to your uh, your appearance on the show. That uh, I, we could just play the game and going through your Twitter account. Can you talk to me about this Alicia Bush? Uh, you were on Fox again. No, this is your video. It's a Jason Rance exclusive video. Um, talk to my audience about this woman and her role and the things she said. How did you get access to this insanity of this this equity director person?
1: Well, parents had been sending me some videos that she was posting on TikTok. And so Alicia Bush, who was up until recently on the Tahoma School District's equity team, uh, she had this TikTok video up or TikTok channel up. And I went there and I was able to download a whole bunch of videos before she went private as she realized, oh, maybe being a virulent racist in public is probably not a good look. So I contacted the district to see... What's going on? Is this the type of person you would want to be on an equity team? Someone who calls out all white people as amoral colonizers? Someone who says there's no safe space for BIPOC to exist when whiteness is present? Someone who (laughs) mocks the American dream as being uh, white supremacy? So after I started to ask some questions, turns out she... And the district decided to part ways. But she's also (laughs) a campaign manager, again, up until recently, for a Tahoma School board director candidate by the name of Haley Pendergraft, (laughs) who defended alicia bush's videos saying that they're valuable because she has a different perspective she's no longer the campaign manager two days after i had asked about what was going on but i do think that this is really important to understand tahoma is not the largest school district in the state certainly not in the country however these things are happening all over the place and when you don't think they're going to come to your backyard the the anti-racist racists well guess what they do because no one knows who's on equity teams and certainly no one really knows who's behind some of these campaigns.
0: So let me ask you a question, because you you uh, – we'll get back to the Twitter um, feed, the, the game where we go through your Twitter feed, which is just filled with stuff of the separate country of Seattle. You gave a, a speech, if I'm not incorrect, Talking Points USA had you out. And I think you talked turning about point. activism. Turning Point. Pardon me, Turning Point. Yeah, Talking Points USA. That's the Republicans. I do that all the time. I know. <laughs> I do it too. <laughs> that's the Republicans' Talking Points USA. What do you tell the national audience um, that we have, courtesy of Rush, God rest them? What do you tell people who think that this stuff doesn't exist in their their states? What should they be on the lookout for? And do you think this, this stuff is in every state, in every government school system?
1: Absolutely, it's it's everywhere, and that's
0: the point. I, I like to highlight the smaller cities and
1: districts or mid-sized cities because it's happening there, and people seem to think that escaping Seattle or L.A. or New York or Chicago and going into the suburbs, going as far away as you possibly can, you think that stuff doesn't travel, but the truth of the matter is it does. Look, w- what's happening on these equity teams? This didn't just happen last year. I know a lot of parents got woke to it, right? They heard what was being taught to their kids as they were remote learning. But that stuff doesn't just happen. It takes years and years and years, which means they've been doing this for years, and you didn't really know about it. But now you guys do. You see what's going on in Loudoun County. They realize what was going on, and now they're pushing back.
0: So when, when you report in these things and you have an effect Um, And I'm not saying that you're responsible for the district and this lady parting ways. Um, And I mean this with total respect, because uh, uh, do you ever feel bad that a person loses their job? Because I wouldn't because she's harming kids. I don't want people to lose their jobs, but I would feel good. I might even say I I don't want to say taking a scalp because then that's cultural appropriation plus it's violent speech. And then I'd be doubly bad, bad, bad does that ever does that ever bother you if you have an effect like this that a woman is now out of a job?
1: No, I mean, it it kind of depends. But I mean, seriously, it depends. I would prefer that anything that I report leads to a change in the way they do business. If someone doesn't, because look, the truth of the matter is, and Republicans can suffer from this too, when you are a blind ideologue, you don't necessarily see the damage that you're doing. You don't even necessarily realize what you're saying is crazy or just over the line. And sometimes calling it out in a public way might change their behavior. I would prefer that over anyone being kicked out of a job or agreeing to separate. I mean, this was a volunteer position at this point, but I mean, it's the same basic uh, standpoint. I want you to change. I don't want you to be a racist. I I think society is better off with you as a true non-racist in an anti-racist position Mm -hmm. than an actual racist in it.
0: So I'll, I'll choose the first one, but I'll take the latter. So going back through Jason Rance's Twitter account now, it's at Jason Rance, and I get down to, there's a party happening at the Seattle homeless encampment with loud music blaring. Then you say there's a stabbing here a few weeks ago, the city refuses to move it, they simply don't yes. care. D- d- okay, this is down in the formerly iconic Pioneer Square, I can tell because there's the uh, there's the structure that was knocked over by a truck a few years ago, and then um, the, you used to be, Jason, I used to take my daughter there, across the street um, down a block, there was Elliott Bay Books, and it was a beautiful place. They had to move. We used to go on the Seattle Underground Tour. Um, how dangerous is? And by the way, it, it, does it bug you if I call these sex trafficking camps or drug camps? If you know there's sex trafficking going on, <laughs>
1: then go ahead and call <laughs> it that. But I don't know if camp. that's happening. It's definitely, per- I've definitely, the drug part, 100%. Yeah. You can tell because of the people who live there. I don't, I've not seen anything. I, I go by here pretty frequently because this is right across the street from where I film the Fox News hits. And I was there last yeah. night for Shannon Bream's show and music was blaring. People were having a fun time. But I recalled because I was talking to the, the guy who had driven me over, he, he was saying, how things have changed. I go, dude, three weeks ago, 20 minutes after I left this location, there was a stabbing. We're at the point where businesses in this direct area are now having to pay for private security because they know the police, which are understaffed, can't protect them and the situation's only getting worse. This is an encampment that was cleared for maybe three days after being there for about nine months that just came back. A lot of them are folks who were living at City Hall Park and I've never seen it get so big. At one point, there was a TV that was working that was turned on. There, I couldn't tell what they were watching, but they were stealing obviously the electricity, and they were just having a great old time. And Andrew Lewis, who's the council member who represents this area,
0: does not care. Unbelievable. Um, now let's get to like the effect on people's lives of this um, this uh, injection dictap from the the dictator of Washington State. Um, you went through the fire departments and what we're facing with the police. Uh, so you're saying it could be a 200 plus officers fired two days from now or day and a half from now. But also you're pointing to the set fire department.
1: Yeah. So there's two different things. I don't necessarily think it's going to be 200 that are fired from the SPD. There's a little over 200 that have not turned in their paperwork yet. However, I've talked to a whole bunch of them, and many of them have just been saying, I'm going to do it on Monday. I'm doing it at the last minute to spite them. They don't want to uh, turn over their paperwork, but they also don't want to lose their jobs that they love. You also have 100 officers who have asked for accommodations, and they have not heard anything yet, which is not a good sign. If the Seattle Police Department loses even a quarter of that of any of those numbers. We just fall further and further into the abyss. This is not sustainable, what they currently have, so I don't think that they can handle losing more. On the fire side, I, it, I've been tracking this story. on. So two Sundays ago, in Seattle, they had five aid units, three fire engines, and two medic units completely out of service because they didn't have the staff to Oof. accommodate. Now, some of that is because they just don't have staff the other part is we believe that it has something to do with the vaccine mandate and people are using their sick time before they expect to be fired i can confirm that there are 55 uh firefighters or 54 firefighters slash emts and one civilian employee who has not yet turned in their vaccination form now of those who turns in on monday don't know is it possible that none of them turn in on Monday? Yeah, which means in theory, they would all be fired if we're going to abide by either Inslee's rules in this case or Durkin's rules in the uh, SPD case. But I mean, keep, keep in mind, statewide, Inslee is calling this a success. Sky high vaccine rates. Okay, fine. But 11% of the state agency workers are unvaccinated. Tell me a single employer that can't, that, that could handle just losing 11% of its workforce without any problems whatsoever, because he's claiming there's not going to be any uh, risk to service. Yeah, look at the ferries.
0: <laughs> For people outside the area of Seattle, the ferries, are, it's they're, they're considered a state highway. They're down to like one boat from like five a day. So hey, we've gotten along, Jason Rantz, 3 to 6 p.m. here exclusively on KTTH. Find him at Fox News all the time. He's always running at KTTH.com. Appreciate you coming by. Go with God's good grace, Jason. Thank you. Have a good day. All right. Todd Herman's show will continue.